Are we live? Yeah, I said um, we're live. Hey guys, uh, welcome to our first ever parenting sort of podcast. We have two kids. We have a two-year-old who's going to be three in May. Mm -hmm. And we have a baby that's going to be one in July. And we just kind of wanted to hang out with other parents, no matter how many kids you have. Just, you know, it's been really hard. I feel like, especially with the pandemic, it's mm -hmm. been really hard to meet new friends, new parents. And especially, I, I bet for our kids, I mean, I know Ollie is our older one is really really social like he just loves people he loves that social aspect of life and it's i mean he just sees people and he's like hi hello <laughs> hi all yeah. the time um so anyway it's just been really hard meeting people so we wanted to well start. yeah we figured it was probably hard for other people too to meet people and to hang out and so we wanted to create a place where that we could all just chill and talk and hang out together as parents after the kids go to bed, um, talk about how hard things were, or how like like the beautiful moments that happen from day to day, um, and just kind of commiserate and share those with each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for example, currently right now, our older one, out of the blue, just out. He's not even three yet. He's not even three, and he decided that he wanted to go and spend three nights with his grandma and grandpa mm -hmm. my parents just out of the blue well and yeah we woke up in the morning because they were staying with us for the weekend and he was like we were just sitting there eating breakfast and he was like i want to go home i want to go home with minnie and doe that's what he calls his grandma and his grandpa I want to go home with Minnie and Doe. And we're like, uh, we won't be able to see you. Like, you won't, like, you'll have to, like, spend nights without us. And he's like, that's okay. I won't miss you guys. I promise. Okay. Two and a half year old. <laughs> and he hasn't. Well, I, th I feel like he just now has started missing us. Well, like, like he says, he, he tells, he tells my parents and my, because he's with my parents and my sister. And he tells us that he misses us but like he's so it's so crazy like maybe it's just me and maybe like we're imagining in it, it imagining it like my parents and I but like he, I feel like he knows that he's that he chose to do that like all on his own he knows mm -hmm. and so he's just like sucking it up he's, yeah, like, he's, yeah, like, he's like yeah I guess like I built my bed and now I gotta mad sit at in the it. world that he's like he's not mad at the world that he has to be there and that we're not there with him he's like well they told me I guess this is what they were saying it would feel like. <laughs> yeah, we were we like drilled it into him. We said, if you go, you're going to miss us. Like we're not going to be able to you're not going to sleep with us. We we go sleep. We're um we're not going to be there like to go to sleep with you. Um baby Kai, his brother, he's not going to be there. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be there. We can, we're only going to be able to pick you up like in three sleeps and he has been so fine. Like Yeah so fine yeah and we go tomorrow to see him i guess i just wanted to like we just wanted to start this podcast because i i just feel like there's lots of support groups groups for moms and i'm sure there's support groups for dads and just people just in general like if you look at like social medias and stuff there's like a whole bunch of like mom solidarity or like 
you know, dads of whatever um, banding together. But there's not like really like couples who like talk about their like how they've gotten past things that I'm sure a lot of people have to work through. Like I I'm the stay at home parent. That's just how it ended up being. Um, And Jesse's the working parent. And I just and I, I don't like obviously we don't know what it would be like if both of us were working or if I was the one working and he was the stay at home parent. But like there's some things that I think are really, really like hard to deal with and to like be at peace with almost if you will like when it comes to like responsibilities and how each um each parent like deals with their trials that they have to go through like as a as the stay-at-home mom it's it's difficult in so many ways to like be here with both kids right but as this as the working parent like there's difficulties that I don't understand that I don't even like think about because I'm so focused on the difficulties that I'm going through like they're overwhelming me they overwhelm me and and so it's hard to it's hard to even like get out of that and and come to a place where we can be supportive (laughs) with each other and and you know like maybe that also has to do with with where we are like in our parenting journey like our youngest one is like six months almost seven months and so for a while for a long while like almost the whole six past six months we were like survival just survival just I don't even know like how or whatever he did at work or whatever he didn't do at work and like he didn't really super ask me about my day and it was just like ugh, like we made it to another day and I think I think that's how it was when when we were when we had just brought home Ollie too it was um equally as hard just equally as difficult and then there was like a a point where we finally like got out of survival mode and were able to like be more there for each other does that make sense and and so it would have been nice to see how other parents have like did it like how because at the end of the day you have to come together to raise these children like together it's not just like oh mom raises me or oh dad raises me it's um like I would like to know like I would like to know how other parents like cope with these things um because it was it's been really hard for us and I'm sure it will continue to like have its its trials and tribulations because the one thing that I keep hearing from like everybody that is a parent that's like that has children that are like older than ours are it's different like there's different things there's different difficulties that come up that okay yeah maybe your kid is sleeping through the night but now there's like sass and attitude or now there's you know xyz I don't know I'm not there yet but yeah and so for us, for example, right now, like it was really hard. Like we thought we thought like for real, we thought like having our our second kid, like we thought, well, we already got one. Like we've already we've already like had to deal with a crying baby. We've already had to deal with, you know, sleepless nights. It can't be that hard to have another one. Oh, 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 oh we did not know. Oh, we did not know. And one of my friends has like four kids and it's like, oh my goodness. Like I, and like her youngest ones are twins. Like her youngest are three year old. I think they're about to be four or maybe they're about to be five. Anyway, they're twins. And it's just like, I don't even know. Like the fact that she makes it through each day, you're already like winning at parenting. Like you've done it. Like you don't even need to like, you're, you're there. Good job. Like I'm in awe. And for people who are like single parents, like, uh, (laughs) how do you do it it's like 
that like once you do that like literally there's nothing else that you can conquer because like I've got Jesse to help me and it's still so hard there's still been like nights where it's just like days where it's just like sobbing because you feel like you're failing or because you're just so overwhelmed by by how how much how much work they are and it's like I knew they were a lot of work like I I worked with children I've worked with children for like 15 plus years and and oh my goodness like it is not the same it is not the same to like work with children than to have your own for one you can't give them back and I <laughs> I would always joke like before like my favorite part of working with children was that I got to give them back and like I've always wanted to be a parent and I but I and I always was like well I work with kids like I'll know what to do like I like I've got all these tools under my belt but like when you are sleep deprived and um you don't know what day of the week it is you're like I don't I don't even know that I can't like I can't my brain doesn't have the power to think of everything that I learned <laughs> working with kids and like going to school for like early childhood education like I just I don't know dudes I don't know we're just surviving like at some point we were just we were just like surviving like have they eaten are they hungry like there was no schedule like there was like try like uh we tried to have schedules but it was just sort of like a free for all just like if they made if we made it through the day that was like as good as it could get like as good when we had so when we had our first baby oh my gosh if we had just like even now like when we're just like we just have that one ba this one baby that we're like taking care of right now it's so easy like if we just had one kid we would be like like golden and um we know these people that have just like one kid that is like as old as our older one is and it's like yeah if we were them we'd be pretty golden right now <laughs> pretty golden right now I think it's like the it's the fact that our older one is just so, like personality wise and maybe like I think that for each each kid is different and I think personality wise it's it's the mix of our older kids energy like oh my goodness he was just born a ball of energy like he doesn't matter what time you put him to bed he's up like at at six o'clock at the latest and if you put him to bed later like if you're like maybe I'll try putting him to bed at seven instead of six or seven thirty and so he wakes up earlier so so like he wakes up at five instead of instead of six he's just a ball of energy like I, I don't know I don't know and that mixed with our very very emotional very very like needy I don't want to say needy that sounds mean but like our second baby is more like he's more like wanting affection and love like when when we had Ollie like I remember I could just put him on the bed and do laundry and he would just like watch me and he would be fine as and like and I would interact with him and he would just be so chill like on the bed like just watching me like he didn't need me to pick him up he was just like yeah you do you I'm 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 here but like Kai if you put him on the floor even if you sit with him on the floor he's like no no I don't like this you pick me up and then even if you pick him up it's like you constantly have to be like walking around with him and Ollie was just not like that and that kind of like that a personality mixed with Ollie's like play with me play with me I'm right here I'm right here let's do things together that he has now oh because like because as he grew up and because he's so social he wants us to like play with him all the time um 
And he like runs around and he screams like bloody murder all the time, even if Kai's sleeping. <laughs> and it's just been like, oh, such a roller coaster. When we first brought Kai home, he slept all day. He slept all night. He was just like such a chill baby. And he's like still a chill baby. But like, I think that Ollie's constant screams just like scarred him and he's just like not a good sleeper anymore. And I think it's because it's because he's like, oh, crap, Ollie's going to come and scream at me or something like I mean, I I don't know. It's it. It's been pretty difficult for us at, after some time. It's like. We just we finally were starting to get into a routine um, that I think is helpful for Ollie and kind of Kai's getting used to it too as he's getting older and like we're starting to feed him food because he's six. I mean, honestly, I think he eats so much and we like kind of started tentatively like trying new foods like at five, five and a half. And it's because we thought maybe that'll help him help him sleep more. But it really it just it just didn't nothing helped him sleep more. And it was like pretty, pretty hard for a really long time where it was just like what do we even do so yeah that's been like sort of our um that's been our journey so far and we're done like we're done we're not having absolutely any other kids we are gonna get a puppy soon so that'll be exciting um but uh yeah we oh it's just been and so those are the things that like those are the things that we go through together as parents like how do we how do we help both of our kids like thrive in the situations that they're in especially since they're such different personalities um and more so how do we stay connected because at the end of the day like you know he's my partner and I'm his partner and we yeah we have to like find a way to not let uh not let ourselves just be completely overwhelmed and taken by our feelings. And, and maybe that only comes after you are out of survival mode. Like, I, I don't know, but at least it has been for us. And, um, and so we just kind of wanted to like, maybe connect with other, with other parents, um, to see like how they cope or what they do, especially to come back together to their like relationship with their partner um yeah so for us like I remember um it must have been like when Kai was around three months old I don't it was probably like beginning of November end of October we had the like I had this idea um that like, I keep seeing, I kept seeing, like, a lot of this, like, uh, this post, like, reoccurring, like, in social media, it would be, like, it would talk about the mental loads that, like, women have versus men. It was, like, a very, a very feminist um, post about how there's certain things that men don't think about and, like, women's loads is, load is, like, bigger or whatever. So we were, we, like... I didn't know if I fully agreed with that. I think there are like lots of things that like as well and anyway, and I'm talking about it personally as how it in how it applies to parenting. Like I think there's I think that the mental load um, between a stay at home mom and a working parent is is equally big. It just is different. It's a different 
big. So we made like a list. Like we went through and we like wrote out all of the things that we ever think about like during our day it doesn't matter how big doesn't matter how small because at the end of the the day it just like no matter how big or how small it is it's still something that you're adding to your mental load and so um it like it was a pretty both of our lists were like very very big equal they were both like almost really equal in length and um so that like list idea like got me into thinking about how like as the stay-at-home parent like you're basically you're basically the manager of your house like if you think of it as like a job you're the manager of your house and while your spouse can leave his job and come back and get a break from his like daily or his or her daily job um you don't you're like stuck in it 24 7 and that can be so overwhelming and um after we like after I brought that up with Jesse um it was like well how can we how can how can we come together like for him to think of it as like as like something that is basically like my job to manage and to not get like super upset if he like comes home like tired like we're both tired you know what I mean and but he can he's taking a break basically and I'm and I haven't taken a break from this from this specific job like it would be different if I took a break from this job and went to another like it would be it would still be tiring but it would be like a different kind of tire I'd get a break from this job like he gets a break when he goes when he goes to work um I feel like that's kind of what I want like the kinds of things that I would like that I would like this blog to like talk about and to like and to really um get into uh Kai's not going down he's uh he's pretty awake he does this a lot and like like I said I think he's just like really anxious that like um he's just be gotten he's gotten so anxious that like because Kai Ollie is constantly like screaming in his ear or like waking him up on a good day with Ollie here, Kai sleeps maybe like 10 minutes and then he like wakes up either on his own or he's woken up by Ollie and it's just I think his body's just like it's time to wake up now like something's gonna happen if I don't wake up like I'm gonna get woken up by screaming and I'd rather just wake up myself I don't know um but yeah so he's he's still doing that I don't know how long he's gonna be so this should be fun um my friend Emily is watching and she is also a stay-at-home parent and I'm just wondering like does the, like do you feel like any of these things like Emily are are like the same for you like at least when maybe when your baby was um smaller she has a baby that's like two months older than than Kai and actually her her oldest is also two months older than our oldest um don't know how it just turned out that way um but yeah, it's just, you know, there's been like lots of ups and downs. And I think, you know, like as a like as the stay at home parent, I also felt like I went through like so when Ollie was born, um, I I was like I had really bad hypermesis when I was pregnant with Ollie. So basically I was like I did not leave my house for the whole time that I was pregnant with him. I like lived on my couch or on my on my bed and like like only had to travel as far as the bathroom 
um and sometimes not even then like I would like you know it was it was really bad it was really bad so I didn't and I thought like when I became when I finally got pregnant and had Ollie like I would go back to normal like everything would be normal and I would just be a mom and that would just be something else that I was but not like everything that I was and then it was just like everything that it was and I didn't realize that I was like that I had lost myself like that I I just didn't know who I was anymore and here we are Ollie's almost three and I've like as my youngest one is getting a little bit more older a little bit older and a little bit um I feel like I'm starting to like be able to be a little bit like uh, have a little bit more freedom like I can put him on the floor and as long as like for like a good maybe 20 minutes he's fine and then you know like I play with him and everything but like if I just really need a break I could just put him on the floor for like 20 minutes and he'd be probably fine um my pregnancies were like both my pregnancies were just completely completely horrifying um well, Kai wasn't that horrifying, but I, I my high premises was a lot worse with with Ollie. And then I ended up getting um, diabetes, gestational diabetes when I had when I was pregnant with Kai. And that was that wasn't a walk in the park. But honestly, like, I'm so glad that I did. I know that sounds like weird, but I'm like really glad that I got um, diabetes because it really like it helped me eat so well. Like it helped me. Like actually once I started eating a lot better and I feel like I had to eat like it wasn't it was so crazy. Like when you tell me like, yeah, you have to drink water, blah, 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 blah. And you have to eat like healthy foods and whatever. Like it's just me. And I'm like, sometimes, you know what? I'm going to eat chocolate. Oh, you couldn't hear me. No. Um, yeah, he's not even close to sleeping. Ah, should I go? Yeah, he's crying. All right, guys, it sounds like I'm going to switch off with Jesse. And um, he's going to tell you a little bit of ha- about his parenting journey and like. What have you guys been talking about? So we just we were talking about a whole bunch of things. But right now I'm leaving them um, just sort of like going over how I started losing myself, I guess, when I became pregnant. And then like talking about how horrible my pregnancies were. Starting with the pregnancy with Ollie being really rough because Sam had hyperemesis. So she was like nauseous all the time. And she also um had like uh like her pelvic cartilage wasn't like like earlier than it was supposed to it became loose so like she couldn't do a lot of activity either so instead of being able to kind of go to work nine to five like I was and even though like my schedule was flexible I tried to keep as much time as possible um at work I had to be home a lot more um and that was before I really had like a flow. I mean, way before COVID. So 2018 and like before I had a flow with like working from home. So at that point in time, I was purchasing a chiropractic practice with a friend and colleague and uh, at that time, a client. And um, it was really hard to manage the businesses I had already started and managing those projects and clients with like going through all the legal and transition transition stuff of purchasing a practice and like managing um having to take more care of Sam like so I had to be home a lot more specifically 
for like meals and making sure that she was getting enough so that her, like we could keep her nausea at bay. Um, and, and also like she really <laughs> couldn't move that much. So it was like making sure she got fluids and like, like maintaining the schedules. Um, and so I, I think I guess kind of one of those things where if I had to work on normal, like nine to five job, she might have been able to survive without me, but she might've ended up in the hospital more doing like IV stuff. Um, and, and like getting in, like getting fluids and nutrients because she wasn't able to keep anything down. Um, so I feel like, like it, like the pregnancy was obviously hard for her physically and because of that mentally. But for me, it was more of like a stress level thing. Like I was juggling a lot of different, like a lot of different balls that I didn't normally have to juggle all at once. And I feel like honestly, that just now started slowing down because like that process took part during Ollie's like her pregnancy with Ollie. And then afterwards, like it was, um, like we had a lot of support and help with Ollie. So I was able to do more, but then like through that transition, I feel like I'm just now catching up with like making sure all my other businesses are okay. Um, yeah, so like that that was pretty difficult. And the second pregnancy with Kai, she also had hyperemesis, but she then also had um, gestational diabetes. So like for I don't know if it would have been better in the first pregnancy, but for me and for us it was kind of a blessing and the curse cuz once we started eating healthier and I had to be making things specifically that would help with the gestational diabetes and managing blood sugar levels and everything, um, she stopped getting as nauseous. So I don't know if like the first pregnancy would have been the same with her hyperemesis, but at least with the second one, like managing that was a lot easier. And then we obviously though we had like a second child, we already had a child. Um, and so I think I'm Sam, I'd guess if she got that far, like she was probably mentioning, how f I feel like for her, it was really hard because when she was pregnant, she was so nauseous that she couldn't really be there for Ollie a lot. Um, and then I guess like anyone out there that has two kids or even like, even like a kid in an animal that they take really good care of, like it's so much harder to take care of that other thing when you're like all of your energy and time is being poured into this thing that's demanding it of you. Um, and so I, f I feel like for her, it was really hard to feel like she was being a good enough parent for Ollie while like also doing everything she needed to with the pregnancy. And then obviously with an infant, they require just as much time and attention as and energy as pregnancy does. Um, so like, I, I think that's been a, like that's up until maybe last month, like when Kai turned six, like it has been such a struggle. Um, like m making sure that I'm able to work and Sam and I both get the self-care we need and Ollie gets the attention he needs because he's definitely such a social person. And with COVID, like it's been like nearly impossible to get him enough interaction to like satisfy his social bucket without me and Sam having to step up and pour a lot of that energy into it. So we're, we're really, I think it's really cool that Kai is starting to get to an age 
where him and Ollie actually connect. And obviously like Kai can't talk yet. Um, and, but he's like army crawling around and like, they have a lot of like really cool eye contact moments where they'll be like smiling and laughing at each other and thinking the same thing is funny. And I think that like, that just kind of shows how, like how it's going to be when Kai is older and more independent and they're more able to play together. Um, because like hopefully COVID is not around for that long in terms of like how it's impacting our lives right now. But, um, but let's say that that does continue and he's not going to daycare and he's staying home more. And there's still not a lot of like park and like get together, play activities with other kids. Um, at least he'll have a brother <laughs> that, um, he can, he can socialize with. And I have no idea if Kai is going to be like as socially needy as Ollie is. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I guess I hope, I hope that Kai enjoys his time with Ollie. Um, I do think even though like, it's hard to like say for sure, I do think that Ollie, that Kai misses Ollie and like misses his presence, even though like he's running around screaming, waking him up all the time. I think somehow he misses that energy. <laughs> um, one thing I was thinking about that I would love to know, like maybe if you have siblings or if you have multiple children, like, like if you've ever noticed, like if the kids have favorites, right. Or like if you have, like if you had a favorite parent when you were little, cause I'm pretty sure that I'm Ollie's favorite parent, but I'm also pretty sure that Sam is Kaya's favorite parent. And, um, it's weird. Cause I, I think Ollie, Ollie never, let me put him to sleep like maybe twice in his tire in his entire infancy was I able to get Ollie to sleep. Ollie was a like a crazy difficult sleeper. Like Sam would be up from like like nine thirty to eleven thirty or twelve thirty sometimes just bouncing him on a medicine ball while he was like scream crying for most of it. Like just trying to get him to sleep. And it it didn't matter like into this day, it still isn't like, it didn't matter if he went, if we got him to sleep at nine or if we got him to sleep at one, he'd wake up at like five between five and six and he would not take a nap. And then he would stay awake until nine, 10, 11 or 12. And so it's like, like for Sam, Ollie was exhausting and we're so grateful that we had um, family helping us almost all the time. So we got support in a lot of different ways, but, um, but Kai, on the other hand, I feel like he would sleep for me. Like he's used to his mom, um, to Sam sleeping him. But I feel like he probably would be okay if Sam chose to have that be my role. Like I'd eventually, like she kind of knows all his quirks and like the moments when it's okay to take him out to rock him on the chair versus like keep him in the room. And like, I don't know all those subtleties cause I only do it like, once in a while, but I, I can get him to sleep almost any time. So I feel like, I, I feel like it'll be interesting to see when, when they grow up, like I've kind of always been Ollie's favorite parent. Like, even though he didn't let me put him to sleep, like I was the person he wanted to be with all day if he could. Um, and that made Sam like furious <laughs> sometimes. Um, but I think, I think that Kai is going to kind of lean on Sam more than that. <laughs>
uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know um, what else she might have been talking about with pregnancy and like the process uh, for her. But I feel like um, like one thing that we're working on a lot right now, especially like doing this, the reason that I feel like we felt comfortable enough to start doing a podcast is because for the first time, like for the first time in forever, <laughs> for the first time in like since Ollie was born, we've been able to actually establish a routine where we're doing exercise and stuff. So I feel like like one of the things would be really cool to hear um, from anybody who who is a parent that or I mean like literally I guess like you don't have to be a parent anybody that's struggling with a routine for a specific reason like something's holding them back from that that's not like an internal block but like an external block like literally like the amount of time we had was only available for like like 30 minutes of self-care to just like unwind from the day and that's all we really got up until recently um but like now that we have that opportunity it's like it's been such a cool routine like it's definitely unorthodox but i work almost like all day without interruption friday saturday sunday and then i do flex work days monday tuesday wednesday thursday so that way i'm home working those days and i'm at the office friday through sunday so i'm able to like i'm i'm able to actually get some dedicated work time but i'm also there four days a week to hopefully get work done but if i don't like if it's just a crazy day and sam needs extra support or all these like 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 really craving more attention and like as he deserves he's a two and a half year old like he needs that social interaction and and if sam can't give it to him because um kai is being really fussy or like not sleeping or like really just wanting to be held all day then like I I can jump in and do that. And what that's allowed is that it's not like the perfect schedule for both of us, but it has allowed us to at least get enough like like self-care and like like we're like we've worked on our sleep deprivation enough to where like we can function and be productive and then still have energy to exercise. And right now what we're doing for exercise is um basically just zumba and just dance so like like every night i get home we do just dance or i'm I'm done with work or i get home we do just dance and then we do zumba and then we do some stretching and then we all take a shower and then we make dinner and like we're golden and it's been working out super super well but the as the only problem is that it's like such a crunched time window that if anything takes too long like we surpass ollie's bedtime and like i said earlier like he gets up between five and six no matter what time you put him to bed so if we put him to bed late that's less time at night we have to like clean up and um kind of like decompress from the day and so that kind that sometimes spirals but for the most part it's working really well um yeah so i don't know if maybe any of you have like routines or things that you feel like are going really well that like you have like maybe tips for like the daytime stuff or things that can help like that time period at night. But um, yeah, like I think if, if you don't have that time right now and you're like super struggling, I think for most parents, for, I can't say for everybody, but for most parents, I think it gets easier for sure. Um, our kids 
like both of them don't sleep super well and i don't know if maybe like it's something we do or something we've done but like the way we've set it up but like neither of them sleep through the night perfectly all the time like maybe some kids do i don't know but but i feel like it definitely feels <laughs> it definitely feels like we knew going into this that it might be just sam or i sitting here alone for most of this and we haven't like planned it out all the way uh that's why like i i like i feel like like i want to build up a list of talking points for things that i think about throughout the day about parenting and even about like gaming and anything else that we can just chat about while Sam's not here. Um, because like Sam and I can bounce off each other really well and say, Hey, like we want to talk about like this blanket umbrella topic together um, while we're here. But when it's just me, like I, like I don't have anybody to bounce off of like with like the parenting stuff that we've thought of throughout the days. But um Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. It looks like, I mean, it's, I don't know if you could hear him crying upstairs because these mics are like very close, like condenser mics, but, but it sounds like he's not crying anymore. <laughs> so she might be close. She might be close. I feel like, um, one of the things I've been thinking a lot about lately is specifically Oliver and like things that I said that I wanted to do for his like for his development and like i feel like when you're when you're pregnant like when you and your significant other are pregnant together having a baby um like like for me i had all these ideas of what i like oh my gosh i'm going to be this kind of parent and i'm going to make sure that i always do these things and like I haven't been able to do a lot of those and most of those like I feel like I definitely give myself slack for like as we should because reality is a lot different than like our visions and we can never predict how we're going to be able to handle any situation with the time and energy that we have but I feel like I feel like there's one thing that I wish I was still doing better at and it's when when Ollie before Ollie's Ollie was born I set up an email for him and I'd, I'd maybe there's a better structure where I could like get it done more frequently but I set up an email for him and I had a journal where I was like writing out my thoughts daily to him and I thought oh like eventually I'm going to like be able to compile this and when he's like 14 or 15 or like at some point in his life when he actually cares I I thought that I was going to be able to maintain that because of all the things like I I was thinking like the reason it was important to me is I felt like there's all these little things that you maybe don't feel like matter when like when you're growing up and you're like, I am the way I am, but you like, you don't necessarily know why you're the way you are in some ways. Like, where did that come from? Where, when did I first like start believing that? Or like, how did I develop this way? Like I thought it would be really cool that if I like jotted enough things that like maybe like he could make a correlation between that thing that I wrote and a way that he thinks or feels or acts in the future. And it might like give him some insight or think like make him feel like, Oh, like that's why I'm so good at this because like we did these things a lot or I don't know. I just thought, I thought it'd be really cool to like be able to like 
dig into your history and like maybe pull out something in like useful but then all like then we got pregnant with kai and i was like there's no way i'm gonna be able to do this for two kids and i feel like it's not fair for me able to for me to do it for one kid and not the other like i feel like that's one of the things where like when we first got pregnant with ollie i like i said this is what i want to do and i haven't stuck with it because I don't know how I can do it in a way that like works for both of them. So instead what I've been doing is just saying like every year I'm going to compile all of their pictures and like all of the photos and videos we have, and then maybe make notes that I remember from that year. And it's not like, it's not exactly the same, but it'd be cool to be able to eventually like hand them that compilation of like all of their years, like to like each together, but separately the funny disaster stories. One that um, like stands out to me that happened recently. I we had just finished up for the night, and I came down to play video games with with Sal and some friends, and then I saw like literally like I was like downloading the update right before the update happened. I saw that Ollie was moving on the monitor, and so I went up to be with Ollie, and he was like, basically like I don't know how, but he was like basically wide awake, and so I was just laying there with him. And then he said he needed some water. And I was like, okay. So a lot of times, like, I'll give him water and he'll fall asleep. Like, I'll give him water and then he'll f- he'll just fall asleep. Like, he was just thirsty. Like, he woke up super thirsty for some reason. And then he just, like, passes out. So I went to give him water. And then, but I didn't have, like, his cup, which I normally do. I just had, like, my bottle. So I gave him my bottle and I was, like, helping him. But he, like, yanked it out of my hand and poured it all over himself in the bed so like the bed was soaked he was soaked so I took all his clothes off and changed his diaper and I like moved him to like a different part of the bed and was just like I guess you're sleeping in your diaper tonight because I don't want to like wake you up more by like going like having to leave you here to go get clothes and come back so then I'm like getting him to sleep like he's starting to drift off like he's almost asleep and then Sam like busts open the door and like like kicks me in the foot and she's like you need to come out now i don't care what you're doing with ollie like you need to help me so i come out and she had made a bottle um she had made like a like a formula bottle for kai and then went to give it to him and this was like literally like this must have been within the same five minutes she went to give it to him and she didn't tighten the lid and the lid popped off and she dumped it everywhere so he was like almost passed out and now like it's like probably 11 so i've been in there with ollie for like an hour and at that point, Ollie's wide awake and like comes out with me in his diaper and Kai's wide awake because he had formula dumped all over him. So we had to like clean up the couch, like the, not the couch, we had to clean up the chair and then like clean Kai and Sam was like all full of milk. So we were up with them because they were both at that point, they were both wide awake. We were up with them until probably like one, like maybe one thirty. To be fair, there was like a blessing in disguise in that because after we changed Ollie's clothes, we were like, okay, well, like you can stay out here because he didn't want to go back out. We were like, you can stay out here, but everything's sleeping. Like all the technology sleeping, all of your toys are sleeping. The only thing we can do is lay here on the couch. And yeah, it's really boring. Like nighttime is really boring. That's why we put you to sleep when you're tired because there's nothing else to do. And so since then, like if he wakes up in the middle of the night, like he doesn't, like he's he's literally wakes up, he can't find his pacifier or whatever. But, like, he doesn't wake up because he wants to go out and, like, have more fun. Because, like, now in his brain, he's like, 
nighttime is super boring. So like, why would I want to go out there? Like, I'll just wait until morning. And like, if I wake up, I'll ask if it's like early enough. But other than that, he's like, I'm good. Like, I don't want to go out. So I think like, even though it was like a really rough night, <laughs> it it was a blessing in disguise because yeah, now he, uh, now he doesn't care about going outside at night. So that was, um, a pretty, pretty slick move on our part. I feel like to turn that in that lemon into lemonade. We haven't had that many like disaster moments recently. Maybe it's because maybe it's because like COVID. So we stay in all the time. And so most of the things like we're able to manage really well before they become a disaster. Nothing's like fallen on Kai and like Ollie hasn't tried to like, like jump through a window or anything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All of our disaster moments seem like they happen at night, right before bed or like during bedtime. It's never like during the day when we're all like sane and awake. But um, the other night, Ollie, I was getting Ollie ready for bed as I do because that's normally like Sam takes care of Kai and I take care of Ollie at night. And then I wake up earlier because that's like Kai sleeps in later than Ollie, but she's up more with Kai at night. But so I was getting Ollie ready for bed and our routine is usually like we have we have dinner. And then while he's still in his chair, like I after he's done eating, I floss his teeth and brush his teeth. And then um, we change his diaper, we change his clothes and then we get in bed. So I had finished brushing his teeth and we went into the room and I put him on the bed to like change his clothes. And then I went into the, I just like opened the bathroom to put his toothbrush in the bathroom. And like, as I did that, he had gotten up to open and like open the door. And we used to have like a child, like, like a child lock thing on the door. So he couldn't get out by himself. And I can't remember why Sam took it off. I think it was because my parents were there. And so it was like, if he went out without us, like he would normally go to their room. And maybe we, like, I think one night we were like, we'll just like stay in bed. And my parents said they'd take him as soon as he woke up. So we'd be like, Ollie, just go, go get your grandparents. <laughs> and we just stay in the room. I can't remember. But anyways, the, the, it was off. So he opened the door and I was like, no, we're not going out there. And like, like, I remember I, I went towards the door and he just had it like cracked open. Like he had it like like a eighth of the way open and he had his hand on the doorknob and his other hand on the wall. And I was like, great. Like I can close it. He's not going to hurt his hands. I'm not going to slam any fingers. So as I was closing it, he uses his like momentum with the handle to like try to jet through the door and hits himself straight in the head. And, and like, he like hit himself in the head and fell back. And I was like, Oh man, like, every, like he always bonks his head at night. And normally it's like not a big deal, but like I, as I was going to pick him up, I saw that the lump was like, it was like out to here already. And it was like a centralized, like grape sized ball. And I started like freaking out. Like my adrenaline was going so hardcore. I was like, oh my God, are we going to have to take him to the hospital? Like how bad did he hit his head? Like, what are the possibilities? Like, what do we have to do? And so we were like freaking out, freaking out. I brought him out because he was like hysterically crying. And normally like he hits his head and he cries for a little bit and he's fine. Um, but like it must have like really, really hurt him. And so I brought him out. Like Sam starts freaking out with me. But like she's like way more calm than I am at that point. Um, so like she's like, it's OK. Like I was like, do we have to take him? Like, what do we do? And like I first my first thought was like ice it. So like I went to get ice while she was calling um, her cousin, um, Andrea, and who's a doctor. 
And like, we're so grateful. We're so grateful that we have her whenever she's available to ask her questions. Like she's so amazing. So we called her and she kind of gave us a list of like, these are the things to look out for. Keep him awake for at least two hours, at least two hours to make sure he like his pupils are dilating fine and that you don't see any like signs of concussion and that he's not like passing out or going into like a seizure or anything like that um, before you try to put him back to sleep or anything. So we kept him up. We gave him some Tylenol, like we were icing it. And luckily we had just for the first time watched the first ice age with him. And so like, then we put on the one with like the dinosaurs cause he's obsessed with dinosaurs and we like held the ice and like changed it out for like two hours almost continuously and started to go down and like the swelling like spread instead of like, it didn't get as bad, like outward. And it, it got a lot better and it was there for like four or five days, but that was the first like major time he had hurt himself um, since maybe six months old. And that one, like the six month old one wasn't that bad. Yeah, dude, it was, it was like, a, it was like a unicorn horn, like right here. So when he was like the, like the only other really, really bad thing he's had happen to him is when he was six months old, we were like getting ready to go somewhere and he was crawling around a bit at that point. And he crawled over to a, dr- to a dryer that I had just moved um, like I'd, I'd moved it out of the dry room and it was like kind of in a, in the living room. So he crawled over to that and like, he went to grab the metal outlet thing that you would put the tube in so that the, like it vents outside and he like cut his finger, like he like just sliced it open and it was bleeding everywhere. So we were freaking out and like, he had just started to like, like be really tactile with his hands. So it was like, it, it was weird though. Cause it like, he didn't cry. Like it didn't hurt him at all. And like we were freaking out and it was just like blood, like blood everywhere. We were able to get a bandaid on it, but he kept like looking at it and trying to eat it and take it off. And so we put the bandaid on it and then we put a glove on and then we like, like, like strapped, like strapped or like Velcroed the glove like on so that he couldn't get it off. And it kind of freaked us out because he didn't care. Like he had like sliced his finger open and he had, he didn't care at all. Um, other than the fact that he can use his hand. Kai hasn't had anything yet. Uh, Sam's back, so I'm going to switch over. We were just talking about um, all of the traumatic moments that Ollie's had. Like, just, like, thinking about the crazy stuff. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Don't I know that? Ugh. Yeah, our parenting journey has been super... I was telling, hold on, I was telling them about the story, but I wasn't there for oh. it. What story? The one where he fell in a ditch. So I, I told him about him getting the cut on his finger from the laundry thing. And then obviously the, the bump. And then the oh, disaster stories, right? One. And then I told him about the one where like just the other night I dumped water all over Ollie and you dumped <laughs> milk all over Kai like at the exact same time. Did. And they were up for <laughs> hours after that and they were naked. Yeah. Oh, that was a sad one. We were living at our other house and we lived right next to this like, oh, my God. It was like a like our side lot was a little bit slanted. It wasn't Mm -hmm. straight. And then um, there was like a water drain ditch, but it was like like, I told him all this covered in in boulders almost. Oh, (laughs) so we were out there. It was a really nice day. And we were out there playing in our side lot and he was like, he was walking pretty good. Like he was, he was walking pretty good. And I was sat on the grass and he was just like toddling about me. And so like we're facing the ditch, right? And 
he was like walking like next to me and then he like ran but I was too slow I was just too slow in my reflexes he's a, he's a, quick, he's a quick but he, like and even though he's a even though I should have been faster but I wasn't and man he gained momentum <laughs> with this little toddle run <laughs> and he like <laughs> it's almost it almost felt like a cartoon he like was walking and suddenly there was nothing like underneath him and then he just like somersaulted forward onto the boulders and I'm surprised he didn't hurt himself a lot more he had like a cut or something like right here it's weird that him hitting the door made more of a thing than like running into a boulder no but that's what I'm saying like when I (laughs) when I I know he hit something back here and when he f- landed, he was already braced <laughs> like that, like that fall. Like even though it was really fast, it was enough time for him to like land braced. And so he didn't hit his head again. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And then I brought him in. I was like, oh, my God. And I was like a mess. And <laughs> and then like <laughs> five, like five minutes later. Her neighbor comes up like from the front and he knocks and he's like, I saw that tumble. Is he okay? Are you okay? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I I was like, yeah, we're fine, you know, kids. And he was like, oh, yeah, happens all the time, you know, or whatever. And I was just like, man, it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's just been hell. It's been hell. Ollie. I guess in his own way, he's adapted to the way of Kai. Like, for I know that it makes him really sad that I had to, at least when all when Kai was a lot younger and like all he did was eat and sleep, that I had to be with Kai constantly. And I know that made him really sad. But I think now that Kai is like on the floor more, Kai is able to adapt more to ollie and but ollie's also able to adapt more to kai he is getting so possessive of his of his toys but then he also takes kai's toys like toys that are like from the very like beginning they're they're all his old toys that he didn't even like (laughs) but even sometimes not even sometimes not um i told them a lot i while you were up there i told them about how we sort of did like a list of both of our mental loads and like they Mm. ended up being kind of equally as long yeah um and there were just like things, you know and there's things that overlap too like i mm-hmm. would say something like oh yeah i think about that a lot too yeah and that like helped us see like how even though like our roles were different and we had different struggles like we still both um we both had the same mm-hmm. sort of almost the same amount of struggles they were just different and like i didn't know your struggles but and you didn't really necessarily yeah know my struggles yeah. and then we also i also talked about how like that stemmed the thought of like how how like the stay-at-home parent is like the manager yeah, of the I house. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was wondering if you talked about. I that. did. I like touched on it, but I didn't really go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, be- and it all stemmed because <laughs> maybe passive aggressively, sometimes I say things to Jesse. Um, That's right. That's right. I'm not happened. very. I'm not very passive aggressive. Some most of the time, I'm very like blunt. Like, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Mm-hmm. But like every now and then, I'll be like very passive aggressive about something and then we were talking about that and he said he used it against me me yeah you did <laughs> we were talking about like oh, hell yeah. we were talking about hell 
it was like I was the manager uh-huh. and I was telling he was like, well, if you were the manager, then you need to come up with a better way to talk to your employees because mm-hmm. then I'm going to quit. And yeah. I was like, the manager, you also have to be the leader and like, like acknowledge the way you approach things, because as a manager, a leader, if like your job, if you like if your objective is to get something done, then you have to figure out how can I motivate this person to get them to do it? Like, how how can I make this work for them? So that, like, it works for me. I know, but, like, (laughs) I mean, sometimes I don't have time to think about that. And I think that you get a sense of that when you try to put one of them to sleep and it doesn't go, like, and you're just like, and I deal with that every day. I know. I'm Like, while you get to go to your office Uh where you can maybe listen to or watch whatever Mm. you want to watch or listen to, and you get to talk to other adult people. Like if you wanted to or whatever, like correlated, I feel like, well, you would think that, but it's very lonely to not have anybody to talk to you. And so, you know, it's like after a day of that, you want me to also like think of how I can make it easier for you. Like (laughs) that's, (laughs) that's some, that's some bull. I'm saying if, if it's a direct (laughs) correlation as the role of manager that's one of the things that you well right do. but it's not like a direct like yeah. oh so so you get to pick and choose which qualities of manager <laughs> that go no it's just not it's not direct and i was talking i was telling i was telling them how like like sort of it's like that but i i don't get to escape this job like i don't ha- yeah. i don't get to like while i'm clocking <laughs> yeah. out like yeah. even managers get to clock out but i don't like it's 24 7 and like i get that you have your other job and then you clock out of that and clock into this but like at least you get like that break from kids and that's mm-hmm. like something that it's so crazy that i've always felt like i was like i know that i'm not patient at waiting for things for myself but like i'm very like understanding of impatient pa- of people but not children <laughs> like it's something i struggle with so much they're doing their best and they don't know any better but for some reason like it gets to me so fast like the like they're crying or like if i'm like i don't know what you want like what can i do for you mm-hmm. like, like if i don't know like it goes from like zero to a hundred you know I wonder mean? if that can I wonder if that contributes to like who you've become like parent wise. Mm-hmm. Um and I wanna know like if other stay at home parents and working parents feel like this too, but like me being the stay at home parent, I'm a hundred a hundred percent I am the discipliner. I've been through this all day with you and xyz but he comes home and he's like oh you want to play like yeah let's play and i'm like it's not playtime right now or what you know like whatever it's not necessarily play but it's just like an example um and he's just like oh you want candy here you go i mean that obviously he's not like that like he used to be he used to be but like but it's just an example you know what i mean like oh you want a snack here you go like even if it's a healthy snack and i'm like we have to wait for dinner or whatever. And then when it comes to dinner, he's not like they're He's not hungry. I don't think that has anything to do with patience. Like, I think it has to do with like, like you come into a situation, like I clock into a situation where I don't know what's gone on mm-hmm. through the day. So I don't know where you're at in the process, mm-hmm. when snacks were had, when lunch was like, when diapers were changed, like what conversations have mm-hmm. been like, I don't know. Like I'm coming in like at ground zero to a situation that's been already going on. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like thinking from that point forward, not thinking of all the things that have happened Mm -hmm, before mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe before it was just like, I was so happy to see him and it was really hard for me to say no 
because like I just wanted him to be happy. But now I'm like, it's really clear to both of us what boundaries are super important. Yeah. Not because they help us or them, but like for both. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like it helps like when there's a schedule or when when things happen or don't happen, they can snowball and create chaos and overwhelm for everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like like sugars one or like when bedtime is or even just even if it's not sugar, just a snack before a meal. I was like, if he gets a snack at four, but he just had a snack at three, he's not going to be hungry for dinner. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't eat dinner, he's going to wake up at 4.30 instead of six because he's yeah. going to wake up hungry because yeah. he's not going to eat dinner. Yeah. Or he's going to like refuse to eat dinner until seven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So setting like setting the like really simple boundaries in the moment, it's really easy to just say yes sometimes. Yeah. Just Whereas for like me, like a struggle. almost my go to is like, no, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not even like, but most of the things that he asks that he asks to do or whatever. No, like say what you want, but screen time saved our life mm-hmm. Um, with Kai being born and just like struggling with that and the fact that like at four months Kai started to not sleep and so I didn't have any sleep and um screen time like saved our lives like a hundred percent they saved our lives yeah Yeah, cuckoo kangaroo but but now so now we're like scaling back the tablet and he's actually been pretty good at like some days he'll go like almost all day with no tablet and he's Mm. fine like he's totally fine with it and I and but I do understand that like Plus, because he's been he's had access to it for so long. And also sometimes I am just feeding Kai and I just cannot play with him. He wants interaction. And so he plays like games and stuff on his tablet. But yeah, he's doing really, really good. But sometimes Mm -hmm. he'll be like, can I have my tablet? No, you've had it like all morning. And especially sometimes when he when you wake up with him. Um, you give him his tablet and he goes and he has a snack and you like mm-hmm. pass out on the couch. Sometimes that does happen. <laughs> it hasn't happened lately and it's a good and a bad thing. But oh, that was such a sweet period of time for like the week that I was able to like get that schedule. I would I would wake up. I would immediately put this like socks on. Here's your tablet. Here's a yogurt. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to sleep on the couch. And then he would finish his yogurt. And he would come over and, like, get under the blanket with me and snuggle on his, like, he'd be, like, on his tablet while I was just, like, <laughs> like Bust oh, out. my God, that was, like, the best, that was, like, the best sleep catch-up ever. And we actually have a playlist for him on Spotify, mm-hmm. and we yeah. put in songs that he likes, and we take out songs that he doesn't like um, anymore, and um and when he... When we're driving, he's the DJ. Yeah, when we're driving, he's, like, we just give him a phone, and he changes the songs as yeah, like he likes it, it on, like we, on Spotify. We the phone, and then he just like clicks back and forth. And you stuff. know, but sometimes even if we keep the phone open, yeah, he, doesn't he doesn't really it, yeah. go to like to YouTube or anything. He yeah. like literally just like changes the song, and he finds rando songs too. Sometimes he'll like actually go into like the search or whatever, and he will like just find it. such random songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like he has his own playlist and everything. So. It's 10, guys. It's a little past 10. This is going to be every Tuesday. All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, and we'll is. see you later. <laughs>